Section 24 of Birds and Nature, Volume 10, Number 2, September 1901. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tavarish. The Walrus, Trichecus Rosmarus. The Walrus, Trichecus Rosmarus, is a very fat, clumsy brute, much uglier than his picture, with a coarse, oily skin, all wrinkled and scarred, long protruding tusks, bristly whiskers, and scuffling flippers that barely serve to move his bulky body over the land. In the water he is more at home, and though it does not require a high degree of strength and skill to dig clams, that being his daily occupation, yet he is able to keep very fat on the fruits of his industry and has much leisure to swim about or doze on ice floes and sea beaches it is only in the arctic regions that walrus are found before the attacks of whalers and ivory hunters they were found as far south as nova scotia and the gulf of st lawrence but now they have retreated as far as possible into the frozen north, living in limited numbers about Hudson's Bay, Davis Straits and Greenland, and in Spitsbergen and northern Europe. In the northern Pacific, before the slaughter began, the walrus swarmed by thousands in the broad, shallow bays from the Alaskan Peninsula to Point Barrow, where the ice never melts. The food of the walrus consists of mollusks and crustaceans, which he digs from the muddy bottom with his long tusks, and the roots and stalks of seaweed. He crushes the clams, shells and all, and swallows the mass, leaving digestion to proceed as it may. The stomach of a walrus killed in Bering Sea by Mr. Henry W. Elliot contained more than a bushel of crushed clams in their shells with enough other food to make half a barrel it is principally for its ivory tusks and the accumulated fat which comes from heavy eating that the walrus is now being exterminated by whalers and hunters to the eskimo the walrus means life itself he eats the flesh burns the fat for fuel and light makes his boats houses, harness, and harpoon lines from the hide, and trades what ivory he has not made into implements for the guns and whiskey so acceptable to primitive man. The extermination of the walrus will probably mean the extermination of the Eskimos, or at least an entire change in their habits of life. Although a very fierce-looking animal, the walrus is reputed to be peaceful and inoffensive except when attacked in the water. At such times he has been known to hook his tusks over the edge of the boat and swamp it, or even to call in his friends by bull-like roars and smash the boat to pieces. Besides man, his one enemy is the polar bear which creeps upon him as he sleeps and worries him to death. As the walrus skin is anywhere from half an inch to two inches thick and padded out by an average of six inches of fat, 
it is almost impossible to reach a vital place even with long teeth and bare claws and the walrus is often able to flounder into the deep water and escape by remaining under water until the bear has to come up for breath one of the favorite amusements of the walrus is to float in the water with his hind flippers hung down and his nose comfortably above the wash and either fall asleep or indulge in deep roarings which are said to sound like something between the mooing of a cow and the baying of a mastiff and which often serve like whistling buoys to warn sailors from rocks and shoals the young are born in the spring and generally on the ice floes but being born fat the ice floes are probably as warm to them as is a nest to a little mouse the mothers show great affection for their young and will not abandon them in danger even allowing themselves to be speared while protecting their offspring as the walrus are social by nature wandering about in great herds and as they also show a marked sympathy for each other's misfortunes it is very dangerous to wound one in the water lest the whole herd join in a common defence an adult male walrus measures about twelve feet from the end of his nose to that of his very short tail or fourteen feet to the end of his hind flippers and weighs something over a ton his girth is as great as his length in fact it has been often observed that his great circumference and too loose skin seem rather a source of annoyance than otherwise to him especially when he tries to land on a sandy beach even with the wash of the breakers he is rarely able to get beyond the water-line except as the tide goes down and leaves him dry perhaps but yet at the mercy of men and polar bears dane coolidge end of section twenty four